Auxiliaries are not intuitive, are they? When students learn English, it takes quite a long while before they can make questions and negatives correctly, with auxiliaries do and did, for example. Did it take you very long? Perhaps it didn't. It probably depends on your mother tongue. As a learner of B2 English, you'll soon realize that auxiliaries are needed for other situations too. You did know that, didn't you? Keep listening and find out the other uses of auxiliaries. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Practicing English. My name is Mike Bilber, and these are podcasts. For students of English at B1 or B2 levels, or for those students who just want to improve their general English, for transcripts of these podcasts, please go to practicingenglish.com. Besides questions and negatives, it's true that short answers are usually taught in schools quite early. In your English language classes, your teacher may say to you, "Don't just say yes or no. Repeat the auxiliary." So when she says, "Do you like travelling?" she wants you to reply, "Yes, I do. No, I don't." At B two level, you could extend that knowledge and use the auxiliary so you don't repeat things. You're talking about. I love traveling, but my boyfriend doesn't. Or, I love going to the cinema, and my boyfriend does too. The does in my boyfriend does too is a way not to repeat. My boyfriend likes going to the cinema too. As I said before, it's not usually intuitive for learners of English. Neither is this alternative for saying the same thing intuitive. I really enjoy going to discos, and so does my boyfriend. Or I don't want to move house, and neither does my boyfriend. Or nor does my boyfriend. In those examples, we have an inversion. The auxiliary comes before the noun. So does my boyfriend. Neither does my boyfriend, or nor does my boyfriend. It's the same thing. The rule is then: use so with a positive verb, and neither or nor with a negative verb. It's important to be aware of the auxiliary required, isn't it? And this is the difficult thing for learners. And what native speakers do without thinking about it. Here are some examples. I've been to France, and so has my wife. I'd like to study something different, and so would Mary. I won't do it, and neither will John. Or I won't do it, and nor will John. 
I didn't know the answer, and neither did she. Or, I didn't know the answer, and nor did she. It's the same problem with question tags. Many students try to avoid them by placing the question tag with yes or no. You're coming to the dinner too, yes? You don't like that painting, no? Instead of, you're coming to the dinner too, aren't you? You don't like that painting, do you? A nice thing to add to your speaking exam technique is to echo what your partner says by using an auxiliary. It shows you're listening to what your partner is saying and makes your English sound quite native-like. This is especially true for part three of the Cambridge speaking exam at B2 level, where both candidates have to carry out a task together. Here's a brief example. I think most schoolchildren would like to go on this excursion to the zoo. Do you? Yes, all children like animals. I don't think the museum trip is a good idea, though. Don't you? Why not? It's a bit boring. Don't you think so? Yes, I do. I also think... But remember that this do you and don't you are not true questions. They are a confirmation of what the speaker has just heard. There's another use of the auxiliary that we can bring into our conversations when we want to put emphasis on something or contradict what somebody has just said. Again, we must use the correct auxiliary here. For example, we can say, You didn't lock the front door, did you? Yes, I did lock it. I remember locking it. Mary isn't coming. John told me this morning. She is coming. She just telephoned me to confirm. Notice how in that second example, she is coming. We don't contract it to she's coming. We put lots of stress on the word is. She is coming. In the first example, I did lock it, we actually bring in the auxiliary did to place emphasis on the action. I did lock it. Here is an extract from my book, The Tudor Conspiracy. It's a dialogue between the main characters in the story, Isabel and Philip. Listen for the use of auxiliary verbs here. There are uses that you know well, for example, to make questions and negatives, but can you identify the uses of the auxiliary to put lots of emphasis on the action? I'll give you a clue. The auxiliary you should listen for is auxiliary did. Come over to Practicing English, podcast 108 to see the audio script and find out the answers. Here we go. Are you all right? He said. I was looking for you. I knocked on your door about five minutes ago. 
There was no reply. I went downstairs to look for you. Isabel's eyes widened. Did she see you? she asked. Who? That Jane woman, said Isabel. What? Why should she? A pause. Isabel, don't worry about her. That's over. We're safe here for now. Then he went on. Look, I've been thinking. I think we should go to the police. We... She was here, interrupted Isabel. She was here? She's just left, Philip, said Isabel. You are lucky she didn't see you. Come in. Close the door. She walked back to the sofa and sat down. Philip followed and sat down next to her. His face was serious. Isabel's face, however, was full of triumph, and ideas began to form in her head. She's staying in the room next to mine, number 23. I left my door open, and I saw her leave. So I crossed over onto her balcony. She'd left the balcony window open. I got into her bedroom. You did what? Philip's mouth opened in total horror. I climbed across from my balcony to hers, said Isabel. There's a tree thing between... You did that? I did, said Isabel. You're crazy. She could have... She could have come back, said Philip. She did come back, said Isabel nodding and now smiling to see the expression on Philip's face. She did? She came back while you were in the room? Philip lifted his hand to his head, anticipating terrible events. So, what happened to Isabel? You can find out if you listen to my book, The Tudor Conspiracy, here at practicingenglish.com. And you can buy the book or the digital version of The Tudor Conspiracy by M.A. Bilborough at any Amazon platform. That's all from me for today. Until next time, goodbye. (laughs) 